Wednesday, February 3rd, 2021. Thank you. First off, I want to thank you guys for those that um, rely on the morning episode for news updates and things like that. I want to thank you guys so much for your patience. Unfortunately, when you're literally a one-man operation, there's not much that you could do when your throat starts acting up. So I am a little bit under the weather still today, uh, but getting better. So if you could bear with me, I'd appreciate it. So we're going to do pretty much a whole roundup um, from the past weekend up until now, really, because I think the last episode we did was this past uh, or last Thursday or Friday, if I'm not mistaken. So anyways, first off, permanent barriers being put up around the U.S. Capitol are, again, going to be permanent, as said in the title. Look, I, I had a feeling there was going to be something where regardless if, uh, you know, after everything calmed down at the Capitol and all that, there were still going to be some soldiers there permanently, or there would be some type of new security detail or some new physical barriers. I had a feeling something they put up was going to stay, or if if all of it was taken down, they were going to put something back up that would have been permanent. I saw that coming. I mean, not to say that I'm, you know, I I foresaw this or whatever. I'm sure you guys saw this coming as well. So it's not that much of a surprise. The next thing is that Jen Psaki, who is Joe Biden's White House press secretary, dismissed the question, which was whether or not they will keep Space Force. Why are you going to get rid of it? It's now considered officially. Doesn't matter if Trump did it. It doesn't matter if, if, if the you know what I mean, like Republican, Democrat. It, I was going to say the worst president in the world, but it's been debated that he has been. So I didn't want to use that example. Uh it doesn't matter who did it. Space Force is now officially part of the the Air Force, part of the Navy, part of all of that. Space is the next frontier. It's just nobody seems to take it seriously. And why Jen Psaki said that Biden might overturn it or she said, you know, I'm not going to answer that question right now. We'll see what happens with it. What the hell? Come on. It's a Space Force. They're already naming people. They're naming names already, like as to who's going to be in charge and all that. Why reverse that? What What did Trump do that was so bad about Space Force at all? I mean, the only thing you could say is that the symbol looks similar to that of the Star Trek symbol. But I mean, even then, it's that's not to say that that was Trump's doing, you know. So I, I, I don't know. That, that, that caught my attention. I was very surprised when she said that. Next thing is that United Airlines CEO said that mandatory vaccines will become what most companies generally want to do. Yeah, probably. I mean, if you got all it takes is a couple companies to say, you know, we're not requiring it. And then all that business is going to go to them. So. Whether or not you agree with the virus, the new strains of the virus, all that kind of stuff. If I'm an airline company, unless there's some type of massive regulatory committee or financial group that's going to come down hard on me, I'm actually going to be the only airline that says, this is just me, just trying to business model, but I'm going to be the only airline that says, you know what, you don't need a mask. And then I want to see how many people come to my airline versus others. And just to see maybe more, maybe less. But I would dare to say probably more because once this is all over, a lot of people are not going to have to want to, they're not going to want to have to show their vaccine card just to say, hey, look, I got a vaccine. And some people are not even going to take the vaccine, like myself, for example, right? So again, hard to say. Excuse me. The next thing is that Russia's Sputnik V vaccine is 91.6% effective against COVID. But again, the next question becomes what strain and what have you. Now, this is interesting, though, because when we look at earlier this year and Russia said that they had this vaccine, they were doing phase two and three, I believe, or phase one and two simultaneously. I don't remember exactly which one, but people laughed at Putin. But look, he got it. I mean, assuming this is the same one, he got it. 
I mean, we can't we can't take that away from anybody, whether it's a a dictator or a, a democratic leader or what have you. I'm not saying Putin is. I'm just saying in general, no matter what extreme, you got to give a leader credit when they got the vaccine or when they got the solution to a certain problem. All right. It's as simple as that. I mean, again, assuming the virus is real and all that, I got to say that, uh, as I've said many times, it is real, as YouTube says, as YouTube makes us say it's real. Right. So anyways, the next thing is that there's a whole situation going on in Burma, or I think it's pronounced Myanmar or Yanmar. I, I'm sorry if I butcher that name. Essentially, the military, there was a military coup and the military pretty much said that they're going to be running things for a year it's a mess. I don't know the specifics. I don't claim to know the specifics. It's just a, it's a, it's a disaster. The United Nations held a very last minute security council meeting, although they didn't really take any action from that meeting. It'll be interesting to see what happens to tell you the guys the truth. I've heard of Burma before. I mean, who hasn't, don't get me wrong, but at the same time, I have a lot of, I know some people that are from Burma, but I mean, this is like Burma was never in the news until this whole coup happened and it was like, holy shit. Right. So it, it, it's hard to say what will happen if the military will keep hold for over a year. Some government officials within Burma have been arrested, believe it or not. Now, again, I don't know the specifics. I don't claim to know. There's so much of a backstory to it that even though I did read multiple New York Times, Al Jazeera and all that different reports of what's been happening. I don't know the reports before that because, again, the media will twist it and manipulate it. So if I don't know something down to the core of how it started, I'm not going to tell you guys what I think about it, especially if I don't know all the details, right? The next thing is that Google removed over 100,000 reviews of the Robinhood app in the last 24 hours, which brought it down to one stars. Now, obviously, Robinhood having to do with the whole, you know, Wall Street uh, stock market crash and all that with the, the shorting and the hedge funds. And for those who don't know, just check out my last episode of Unleashing the Kraken or the one just before that, and you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. So, I mean, even the real life Jordan Belfort, the real Wolf of Wall Street, made a video where he parodied himself in his own movie with DiCaprio, which is kind of cool. Cool. And he's trying to get that video on um, on to r slash Wall Street bets now that it's a private subreddit. But what's interesting, excuse me, is that he's trying to get that on there too to pretty much tell everybody to hold your position. Even though as of the time I'm recording this, the stock has fallen quite substantially. Although I do have to say, I don't know, it's hard to say. You have everyone from celebrities to lawyers to you know again former stockbroker guys like Jordan Belfort. What again, whether or not he was a scammer, that's that's different uh, situation. But um, they're all pretty much saying, hold your position. Don't give the hedge funds what you want, even though the hedge funds had pretty much told Robinhood. I mean, it's not as simple as that. Robinhood said they had no influence, but let's be real here. This is how corrupt it is, right? When the Secretary of Treasury, uh, Janet Yellen, I believe she's Secretary of Treasury. Anyways, when she made $7 million off of giving speeches to Wall Street just in the last two years, and she's not disclosing that those records, and she's saying that this Robinhood thing is no good, this is when you know the whole system is ba- is propped up and there's a very obvious double standard. I mean, you'd be lucky, as a, and I'm not a financial guy and this is not financial advice, but you'd be lucky to just take a dip into the stock market, not know what you're doing and come out with a bunch of money. It's kind of like gambling, right? So, But what happens when that gambling table or that casino room, that metaphorical casino room becomes owned by the same three or four guys? The money end up, ends up keep going back to them, and it doesn't matter which three of the four win it because they just split it between each other. That's exactly what the hedge funds have been doing for years. The one time they get screwed, the one time they get screwed, it's all of a sudden, no, this is not fair, this is not right. Screw off. It pisses me off. Anyways, 
So yeah, Google removed over 100,000 reviews of the Robinhood app that gave it a one star. And now the reviews for Robinhood are back at 4.4 stars. And I know this because I had a friend who tried this as well and they removed his ratings too. So I know that for a fact. Now, Robinhood did open up, by the way for things to be bought back again this is a huge story by the way for gamestop shares to be allowed back uh, to the public but guess how much you can buy how many amounts of shares you can buy one share per person what a freaking joke what a joke like the, the it could because in pure theory yeah sure i mean okay we're now we're bringing democracy back to the public we're democratizing the the sale and the share of this stock in theory yeah you are in theory you are yeah but not realistically Let's face it, one share per person, like that's a joke. Just so the head funds could buy head fund the hedge funds could buy up the rest. <laughs> Anyways, the next thing is that. Uh, oh yeah, by oh also by the way, just wanted to mention very quickly that when Jen Psaki had met with Biden and all that, when she she's uh, Biden's press secretary, they had met with the Wall Street guys about a year ago in, in a private meeting, pretty much saying nothing's going to change. So clearly, this Robin Hood thing is a prime example of that. Anyways, farmers in India are being killed by Prime Minister Modi. And this is what's being alleged. I don't know exactly if these are orders being given by uh, Prime Minister Modi himself. Again, this is very similar to the Burma story. I don't know all the details of the farmer strike. All I know is that it's been going on for a while now, like a handful of months. And hundreds of millions, not tens of millions, hundreds of millions of people have been striking uh, about the farmer strike in India and all that. Now, again... Modi is either very well liked or he's not. He's kind of a very controversial figure in a lot of ways. So again, he's being alleged that he's having people, certain farmers killed. But we'll we'll see what happens. I hate to say that when you, I hate to say let's see what happens after I just mentioned that people are getting murdered. But there's no other way we're going to find out unless there's an investigation. It's as simple as that, right? The next thing is that pe the Pentagon paused giving Guantanamo Bay detainees the COVID vaccine. Yeah, yeah, I mean, okay, I mean, look, this is a quite a, a topic to debate. I mean, ultimately, the Biden administration had given the permission for Guantanamo Bay uh, prisoners to receive the vaccine on Guantanamo Bay in what they call Gitmo for short. But ultimately, it was paused by the Pentagon, I guess, moral decisions. I don't know. It, you know what, guys? I want to ask you guys, if you're a hardened criminal, like so bad that you go to Guantanamo Bay or places like the Hague, the Hague or something like this where, you know, you're a war criminal, I mean, the question then becomes, do you deserve things other than food and, and water and basic stuff just to live so you can live out your suffering in these prisons? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's very, it's very hard to say. Um, I don't want to be, you know, God. I don't want to be the moral arbiter and the judge of all and, and things like this. But it, it's tough. I haven't I've been debating this actually this question in my, my head all morning, hoping to come up with an answer for you guys for this episode. But I, I can't. Seriously, I can't. The next thing is that Stacey Abrams has been nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize. Okay, I mean, good for her. Like, I'm not trying to shit on her. I know a lot of people don't like her. A lot of people do. Uh, again, I've always said when you do something, you're going to get a lot of likes. You're going to get a lot of hate, uh, hatred as well. So if she wants, if she gets this Nobel Peace Prize, I'm not sure who nominated her, but again, we'll see what happens. The next thing is that Dogecoin is up three, well, now it's dropped ever since I wrote this down, but it was up like almost 400% in the last couple days, or Dogecoin as they call it, which is the dog. Um, apparently, it, for those who had bought Dogecoin years ago and sold it, they're literally, they've made hundreds of thousands, if not millions, just because people were like using Dogecoin or Dogecoin to trade for, for you know, uh, minuscule 
of things until it all of a sudden it jumped. Now, that's my understanding of it. I could be very wrong, but again. The next thing is that Elon Musk just said that he got a monkey to play video games using Neuralink, which is pretty damn cool, I'm not going to lie, uh, which only furthers that uh, furthers that whole thing of the, the, the mind and... and uh, yeah, the mind and neural connection, so to speak. The next thing is that there are a handful of FBI agents that were dead in Florida. Yeah, so this happened last night. There was a shooting, essentially. It was a shootout, my apologies. And a couple of FBI agents died. Very unfortunate. You don't hear that every day. You don't hear, you know, FBI agent died. More often than not, you hear police officer died. And again, anyone dying. Doesn't matter what political side. Anyone dying, bad, terrible. It's, it's just, it's a disaster. But... When you hear FBI agents, I mean, that's not something you hear. You don't wake up in the morning and, you know, two FBI agents just died. Like, holy shit. Like, that's pretty. These are federal agents, right? I mean, okay, you could all say, okay, Dave, it comes down to perception. But you see what I'm saying. These are federal agents within the system in the way that it's been set up, which is interesting uh, and very sad to see as well. The next thing is that the Biden administration said Iran is just weeks away from developing a nuclear weapon. Um, look, the problem with this is that they've been saying this, Democrats and Republicans have been saying this for years. So the question then becomes, I do believe that they may have advanced some things to enrich, uh, you know, become uh, uh, uranium enriched as a country in order to develop a bomb. But at the same time, it's been almost 65 years that the U.S. government's been saying this. You know, they're getting closer, they're getting closer. The question then becomes, how close are they going to get till they really get one? Or is this just a scare tactic? And, and it's true. we got to look at all the angles. Is this a scare tactic by the establishment media? Is the administration saying this to further an agenda that's, you know, multi-layered in some way strategically? We don't know. That's the other thing we have to see. The next thing is that uh, Elon Musk is being investigated for not hiring non-U.S. citizens. So Elon Musk has been known very recently to hire strictly Americans. And he's been a big fan of that. He's being investigated because he's because he's only hiring Americans. Look, I don't know the specifics of this investigation, nor do a lot of people. So it's going to be very difficult for me to say. I, I can't sit here and say that, you know, what he's doing is right or wrong. At the end of the day, I do want to say something very important, though, that I believe to be the case. I don't care if if I'm, for example, the CEO of a company trying to innovate. I don't care if you're black, you're white, you're brown, uh, whatever. I, I, I don't care. To me, the best ideas have to win. And if that means that everyone on my team is going to be black, so be it. I don't care. For me, I don't care. Or if that means everyone's going to be white or everyone's going to be Asian, everyone's going to be what have you. It, it doesn't matter. The best ideas have to win. It's not always about mixing up different cultures. I mean, biologically and scientifically, it has been shown, and I'm not a scientist, it has been shown that interbreeding between different cultures actually spurs much stronger genetic offsprings. But we're not talking about interbreeding here. We're talking about the best ideas. If you're talking about who you want to, you know, have kids with or something like that, sure, then that's a different story. We're talking about pure biology there. I want the best minds. If I'm a leader, and this is the way I'd like to think Elon Musk is thinking, I want the best minds possible. Doesn't matter if some of them are white or black. Doesn't matter if they're all black or all white. I want the best minds. That's exactly how I would see it and how I would, how I would do it as well. The next thing is that Navalny, Alexei Navalny got sentenced to, now this is interesting, some reports were saying three and a half years, some reports were saying two, two and a half, it's interesting, two, I'm going to go with three and a half years, anyways, two to three, three and a half years of jail, um, yeah, pretty much he was sentenced to that, and he called Putin, now, Putin wasn't in the courtroom when this happened, but he called Putin the, um, the poisoner of underpants during a heated exchange right before he got pulled out of the courtroom, 
I mean, yeah, I'm sure Putin will see the footage. Obviously, Putin wasn't there in the courtroom. Look, it, the only way this guy's going to get out of jail, again, whether or not you, Putin's being controlling or there's legitimate reason for Navalny to be in jail, it's not up for me to say. The only way, in my opinion, this guy's going to get out of jail is if other world leaders genuinely take action, which they won't. I mean, other European leaders have called for the release right away, but you think Putin's going to listen? He never listened. He doesn't care. So I, I think that it doesn't it doesn't bother him when these other leaders say, you know, these other leaders, they're trying to look strong and say, you know, we're trying to do the right thing. And whether it's for show or whether they really mean it, that that's the thing. If they really mean it, then honestly, good on them. If they don't, then then they're just as fake as, as these other terrible world leaders. So then what's the point, right? But if they really do mean it, then ultimately Putin, Putin's still not going to do anything because he doesn't care. The next thing is that Trump's legal team is arguing that his second impeachment is against the Constitution and that his speech on January 6th, the one that they claim incited the violence and all that, is quote-unquote protected. I guess legally protected under the Constitution since he was the president still at that time? I guess. I mean, it's, it's hard to say. The fact that they're still, I mean... Not that they're still talking about the riot. I get it. His legal team has to defend him. So the, these things are going to be brought up again. But let's let's see how it plays out. Because look, at the end of the day, only more and more information on uh, for Trump or against Trump is going to come out down the road. The next thing is that Jeff Bezos, Amazon CEO, will be stepping down. Yeah, I guess that's what happens when you're just making too much money. You don't know what to do. Or maybe the guy might, in fact, want to be focused on other things like space or stuff like that, right? Um the next thing is that the White House is accused of screening reporter questions before walking into the press briefing room. Again, this has been rumored for a couple weeks now. I don't know how legitimate this is or not, so I don't want to speculate and just use my imagination and waste your guys' time on things that might not even be true or might be, but we'll see what happens. The next thing is that AOC, Alexandria Casio cortez this is the big one, is that allegedly... Now, this is you have certain people saying what she's doing is great and other people saying that what she's doing is just to bring attention to herself. She's been doing a lot of live streaming, whether that's on Twitch or Instagram. She's been doing a lot of live streaming. And the whole thing behind that is, well, you know, she's trying to get attention to herself. She's mentioned a bunch of things like the, the Capitol riot instance, how she claims she almost died again. She's also mentioning things like, for example, uh, she was sexually assaulted when she was younger. Some people are saying she's trying to put the attention on her. Others say no. I, I I don't know. Everyone always wants attention, even when they say they don't. So, I mean, whether they, they want to admit that or not, it, when it comes to people in the in the public spotlight like this, they say they don't want attention, but they do. So, I'm not going to sit here and tell you guys what to think. Ultimately, just look at the way she's behaving and acting and genuinely decide for yourselves. And I'm not even trying to be sarcastic there, just take it a, take a look. So anyways, that's it for today. Thank you guys so much for your patience the last few days, and we will catch you guys either this afternoon or tomorrow. Cheers.